What is up, everybody? Sean Sheehan back here with another edition of the betting show for SureDog.com. And it's UFC London this Saturday night as uh, Volkov takes on Aspilal in the main event with lots of English talent, European talent, and worldwide talent indeed uh, on this card. Um, I've seen some people call it like a golden generation for UK MMA. Um, and look we've heard that with lots of different places before uh, and we'll only know if it's true or if it happens in a few years when these people if these people rise to the very top and take home titles Michael Bisping so far is the only UK fighter uh, to ever win one so it's going to be tough and there there hasn't been you know that uh, that regular road plowed I suppose for them to the very top and uh, this Current generation has some very, very good fighters, uh, but it takes more than a good fighter to be a champion. It takes more than two, three, or four good fighters to have two or three or four champions. It takes an awful lot, so it's very interesting. But this is a key, and this is a big card. And when we're talking about betting, obviously this is the betting show, there are X factors like that which I think go into it, which I think you need to think about and and, and uh, kind of tease out when you're talking about your bets, because... A big part of this as well is that, you know, they think a lot of these fighters could be on their way. This could be Tom Aspinall's last fight before a title shot, maybe. You know, same could be said for Arnold Allen. It could be the last time you see Paddy Pimblett fighting in the UK, you know, before he goes and, and, you know, on his way to the top, like they expect him to be like Conor McGregor, you know? Now, do I necessarily agree with that? We'll, we'll talk about that maybe a little bit later and in the, the preview I've done as well over in Shardog, if, if that is out by, by this time. But it's, uh, it's a very interesting card. And I think the fans and that crowd will play a massive X factor as well. Like, these people have been ravenous for MMA since it was taken away from them at the start of the pandemic. The London card was supposed to be the last card. And now it's back and it's finally here. And those fans are going to be crazy. I think Mohamed Makayev is kicking off the card. We'll talk a little about, it, about him in a while. Uh, but all of the English um, uh, hometown fans and British even, or fighters even, as well, will get massive, massive acclaim from the fans and massive backing as well. I wouldn't like to be an away fighter over there because I know what it's like being at the cards in Ireland. The Irish uh, fighters got massive, massive welcomes from the uh, from the fans and massive support as well. You know, from the first fight of the night. So that's a big X factor coming in here. Right, last week went pretty well. I got three of my four bets right. Flyer. No good again. That flyer is never going to come out. I've given up on it now at this stage. Although I have another flyer this week, but I don't know. It's just not going to happen. But three out of four after a couple of bad weeks, that was pretty good last week. So I will take that. Please bet responsibly if you're going to be betting here. Hopefully you did last week. And hopefully you do every week. Don't bet more than you can. Don't be, you know, going mad betting. I'm, I know nothing about betting, really. Nothing about units or anything like that. I just have, a, you know, the odd fiver the weekend. There's nothing major. Please keep it like that. That's this short of betting show. I don't want any units or any bull like that uh this is more than mma show than anything else let's get into the bets first bet paddy pimblett wins by submission plus 200 boom i think paddy pimblett is a guy who's been completely misconstrued to and by the american uh MMA sphere because paddy pimblett is a guy who we've seen have what 20 fights in mma it's something uh, like at this stage let me just pull up his uh shirt out here just to get me the exact number 20 fights. Exactly, exactly correct there. He's had 20 fights in his career. Here's a guy, if you've watched these fights, and I, I think I've probably seen maybe f- at least 15 of them anyway. Let's put it that way, of Paddy Pimblett's fights. 
well, maybe like, at least 10, we'll say. Definitely between 10 and 15, I would say. Uh, he is a guy who has fought everyone in terms of he's fought a wrestler, he's fought a striker, he's fought a jiu-jitsu guy. He's shown his wrestling, he's shown his striking, he's shown his jiu-jitsu. And we know what Paddy Pimblett's like. You know, anyone who has watched Paddy Pimblett's career, it's not hard to tell what he's like. We've seen him. It's not like a guy who coming in even, say like Ian Gary came in uh, to the UFC. He had, what, eight fights or something like that? We've seen a good bit of Ian Gary in those eight fights, but not as much as you see in 20 fights. You know, uh, Vucinic is fighting this weekend, who I'll mention again later on as well. Only nine fights in. We know a lot about him. Not as much as someone with 20 fights who has fought the likes of Nad Naramani, Julian Arosa, and others. So we know about Paddy, right? And it seems to me Paddy came into his first fight in the UFC. He came out striking, got hit a few times, and then knocked the guy out. And lots of people think Paddy's a striker, and that he has a great chin, and that he, you know, he'll go forward and he'll strike like that. Okay, Paddy will go out and strike, but Paddy's a way better grappler than he is a striker. Very, very good submissions, very good ground game. To me, that's what Paddy is best at. Now... Uh, we, we, I'll, I'll tell you my, the other side of my opinion on Paddy in, in a second and I have an, on other previews and stuff as well in terms of where I think he can go or where I think he will go but in terms of what he is now is a fantastic submission artist if you're looking for the plus points for Paddy Pimblet that's where you go first and I think him to win here uh, by submission a plus 200 is uh, is a pretty good bet um, his opponent on uh, on Saturday night Ricardo Vargas I don't think he's the best fighter in the world I've watched a couple of his fights he's kind of slow and ponderous inside he has good short shots inside which I think will actually trouble Paddy but I think Paddy will come forward land a few shots maybe take him to the ground uh, or else get taken to the ground himself maybe land on top and I think he'll end up getting the submission uh, if I was given any bet that would be the bet I would take and be given that a plus 200 I, I think uh, that's the way for it now longer term I think Paddy has a lot of improving to do and that's no knocking him it's just uh, what, from what I've seen and what a lot of people have seen on this side of the pond where Paddy is in his career like I think if he went in at the very be- against the very best alleyway at the moment he, he isn't t- to that level yet but can he get there with a lot of work you know maybe maybe lot, lots of fighters with less talent than Paddy Pimblett have, uh, have got right up to the top so I'm really looking forward to seeing uh, Paddy's uh, jump up the ladder and uh, jump into the UFC anyway and we'll see how it goes in his, uh, in his second fight and beyond right next bet here I'm going to run through these pretty quickly because I did a preview of this already and uh, no one wants to hear me go on all day Arnold Allen minus one two four uh, this is a this is more of a respect bet than anything, and I have another one next as well, which is more of a respect bet. I think Aaron Allen deserves more respect. I think he is a guy who has all the tools, has all the skills, has done it at one forty five for a good few years now, has beaten all comers, deserves to be right up there. Let's put what a t- eight, ten fight streak or something like that together. Arnold Allen has it all, and I think we need to respect him a little bit more. Uh, and I think he has the skill set to beat someone like a Dan Hooker. He is so strong, like um, which the Sadiq Yusuf fight, just unbelievably strong in that fight. Picked up Sadiq Yusuf and threw him down like he was a baby. Just made it so easy. It just wasn't difficult in any way, shape, or form for him in that fight. It was. It was unbelievable uh now other parts of the fight were a little bit more difficult don't get me wrong it wasn't a whole fight of a domination for him but in that particular area when he was able to pick him up and throw him down he's so strong i think his striking is very good his grappling when it gets to the ground is very very good as well his submissions and all of that 
Now, I think one big area for him when he kind of stoops his head down and hit a hooker to come through the middle, I think he could catch him there. But other than that, I... I and look, not other than that. that. That's wrong to say. Hooker has ways to win and has a, a very, very good chance in this fight. But I think Allen, against a guy like Hooker, who's been taken down previously in his fights, who, who likes to go out there and throw his hands all over the place, take him to the ground, put him down there, use your strength to win that fight. I think Arnold Allen is not afraid to fight a dirty fight either. And if he fights that fight against Dan Hooker, I think he wins this. A minus 124, I think that's a good bet. Next bet I'm going for here, Paul Craig plus 160. Now, Paul Craig should be the favourite here. I can't believe he is coming in here as the underdog. Paul Craig doesn't deserve to be uh, an underdog against Nikita Krylov. He has, you know, if you look at Paul Craig's record over the last while, he has he has beaten guys who nobody else has beaten, literally. He beat Jamahal Hill in uh, his last fight with the, uh, the armbar, uh, and he beat... Um, Mohamed Ankalaev with the last second triangle choke as well, who we saw winning last week, dominating against, uh, well, for, for large parts against Thiago Silva. Why do we go in then and give Paul Craig such disrespect? Like, Paul Craig is a good fighter. Don't get, okay, you know, people say, oh, he got a lucky submission, he got a lucky submission there, he got a lucky submission there. How can you keep getting lucky submissions? At some stage, you must realize this guy is a great submission artist. And Nikita Krylov. Go and look at his record and see how many times he's been submitted. So you have a guy with a really good submission game against a guy who gets submitted. And a guy as well in Paul Craig, whose striking, I think, has improved an awful lot, who's more comfortable in the stand-up, who hits hard as well. I think this is a very good matchup for Paul Craig. I'm sure there'll be a lot of people down from Glasgow, down from Scotland, to watch this fight. He'll have a big contingent of fans there as well. And those, let me tell you what, those Scots are loud. So I, I like Paul Craig in this one. I'll go through some of the bets later on as well in terms of submissions and things like that. But I like Paul Craig in this one. Let me just briefly stop here for a second because I want to look at cage wars. Now, I'm not sure exactly when this is coming out. Everything's a bit later this week because uh, of the madness of London. But uh, Jordan Vucinic is around minus 200. Uh, he was minus 170 when the betting came out first. He's fighting James Hinden on short notice. Was due to fight Paul Hughes. Paul Hughes pulled out with a, a hurt neck. Uh, James Hinden steps in. He was supposed to fight everyone under the sun. This is his third opponent, I think, uh, this week. So it's a tough one. But I think Vucinic, it's a tough matchup. Hinden is a tough matchup because he's a good wrestler. He'll take him to the ground and things like that if he can. But Hinden showed against Paul Hughes in that first fight in the third round. His takedown defense is really, really good. I expect him to stop a lot of Hinden's takedowns uh, and win that fight on the feet. So if you're looking for a betting cage wires, that's the one I'd be looking at. Uh, if you're looking for an underdog, I think Decky McAleenan is almost plus 300 in that fight. Uh, his opponent, Tobias Herrera, has gone up in weight to fight Decky. He's a mad go-forward fighter, but Decky can counter well. Really good submissions, good on the ground. He always uh, gives out when I call him a submission artist because he uh, he thinks he's, uh, or he says he's striking is so good, and we'll get to see it in this one because Herrera will come forward and he will look for those strikes uh, in this one here. So really good Cage Warriors card coming up. A lot of it fell out, very unfortunately. Ian Dean has saved the day once more, uh, but uh, yeah, that main event there is very, very good anyway back to the UFC um, my final of the four bets and I'll give my flyer in a second is the over I'm going for the over in the main event the over 3.5 rounds and it's minus 110 you can get it at even money in some places very very close to that uh, I think this will just be a long drawn out fight uh, I think it's one of those fights where 
Volkov will try to make it tough on Aspinall. I really do think that. I think he will try to make it one of those fights where he's jabbing from the outside, trying to make Aspinall come inside. And uh, every time he does come inside, he will be stepping away, stepping to the outside, jabbing off or getting, uh, you know, getting those couple of steps back. I assume this is the big cage as well, which will be uh, a big advantage, I think, for Volkov. So, I, I look, Aspinall as well. I don't think he's going to come into this and then go, right, I'm going to knock him out in the first round. I'm going to knock him out in the second round. I'm sure he'll be looking for that, absolutely. But I think he will be uh, happy to play the technical game and think he can beat um, uh, Volkov in that technical game. And no, do you know what? I think he can as well. If I was to pick someone, I would pick Aspinall. But it's going to be a very close one, a very tight fight, I feel. Um, and uh, I think it's going to go along. I, th I think there might be a couple of takedowns thrown in there for Volkov. Whether he gets them or not, maybe he pushes him up against the fence. And maybe it's one of those ones that's drawn out for a round or two with some clinching, with a, a, a bit of a boring fight. Like, I, f I, f I don't feel like this one's going to be a classic. Now, I said that last week. Uh, I said it'd be drawn out anyway, and I was right. Uh, I hope I'm wrong this week for, for the sake of it. We get over the bet be wrong for the sake of the fight itself. I hope I'm wrong. But I don't know. When I think about it, I just do feel it will be an, a clash of styles that is not a good clash. I, I, I For a while, anyway. And and if someone works it out, it could be a very good clash. And it could be a very interesting finish to the fighter. It could be a very interesting uh, you know, set of circumstances that uh, that we, uh, we have in front of us. But uh, overall, I just think that they don't meld that well in terms of the size uh, of both guys. I think Volkov will be keeping up at the end of that jab and will be good enough as well to kind of keep him away from getting inside too much to land too many big shots. Now, I think Aspen will kick the leg from the outside. He will land certain shots inside. He will make it look like he's landing shots inside and push him against the cage at times, just kind of make it dirty to break that distance. And, he, you know, he's a very good boxer, Aspinall, as well, and he has ways to break the distance. So I don't think it's just... Uh, Volkov running around him. In fact, I think it'll be more Aspinall having success than Volkov. But I think it's probably a closer fighter than people, a f closer fight than people are saying. So uh, yeah, that's I'm going for that one over three point five rounds at uh, minus one. I wouldn't be surprised if Volkov won that honestly. But I, I'm definitely going for Aspinall. But you know, I'm hedging my bets there. <laughs> I definitely hedging up. Um, right, the last bet of the week, the flyer hasn't been going great so far. But I'm going for Gunny Nelson to win by KO TKO at plus 550 now gunny's been out for a good while you know we all know his his issues with uh with injury and everything like that and he's taken a few losses over his last couple of fights but he's coming in here short notice takashi sato who is a good fighter not a great fighter good judo fights a little bit like gunny nelson on the feet with kind of that wide karate stance and throws his back leg and throws his uh uh, he's southpaw straight left and I think that will play into Gunnar Nelson's hands a little bit I think he likes fighting against people like that you know Conor McGregor is a, is a southpaw karate stylist or he was earlier in his career anyway so there will be uh, there will be absolutely no problem for Gunnar Nelson fighting uh, fighting against that sort of style uh, and I think if um, if he looks good if he is the Gunnar Nelson of old I think he I think it is a good style of matchup for him. Now if he's not as good as he used to be, it's it's gonna be a problem. It's absolutely gonna be a problem and he uh Sato will 
take him down and will get on top of him and will cause him big problems. But if, you know, Gunnar Nelson needs to stop the takedown, needs to stop. The judo from Glenn Park needs to get his striking going as well. Uh, and if he can, I think, look, I see this. I, I see him getting on top using his jiu-jitsu and maybe, um, you know, Sato surviving and then getting TKO'd from the mount or from the back mount or something like that. That's how I see it going. But the way Gunnar Nelson's striking is underrated as well. He's a few knockouts, you know, in, in his career. But... I uh, I could see that. I could see a big head kick or something like that. But it all comes down to me to if Gunny Nelson looks as good as he once did. If he doesn't, it's going to be a tough fight. But if he does, I think he'll get the finish. Will he get the submission? The submission is most likely, I would say. But if he doesn't get the submission, the TKO plus 550, I like that. I'm going to go for that. Uh, so, yeah, those are my five bets. Now, let's run through some of the bets on the night, just the straight-up bets here. Um, in the main event, Volkov is plus 109, minus 129 for Aspinall. So, I believe that's come in a little bit. Um, Aspinall is still the favourite, but I think he was a little bit wider uh, throughout the week. So, that's coming in a little bit as the week goes on. Arnold Allen is the favourite, minus 124 over Dan Hooker, plus 104. I think that's just about right. Paddy Pimblett, big, big, big favourite, minus 460, plus 360 is Vargas. Uh, I think that's about right as well. I don't see much in Vargas, to be honest. His little... I think Vargas' little shots inside, he's close countering shots inside or what could cause an issue for Paddy Pimblett if Paddy has watched the tape and seen them I don't think he will have much of an issue but you, know, <laughs> you never know you never know with Paddy you might walk straight into what uh, Dingoni Nelson straight up is minus 450 plus 350 for his opponent's saddle let me tell you the price for Gunnar Nelson to win by submission that's minus 110 yeah that's a, that's a very low price you know that's a very low price now it's a very high price if he gets it which he probably will but I'd, I'll go for the TKO for uh, plus 550 uh, Molly McCann she is the favourite here minus 135 against Luina Carolina plus 115 you know Molly with uh, her home country people behind her I'm sure there'll be a lot of people down from Liverpool uh, supporting herself and Paddy and she'll have a big 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 backing as she always does so that'll be big for Molly and she loves that as well Massive fight for me. I love this fight. Elias Tapuria against Jai Herbert. Tapuria is plus, uh, sorry, minus 455. Herbert plus 355. That, w- that could be my flyer to, uh, a bit of the week. Tapuria used to fight at 135. He's coming up to 155 now. I think he missed weight at 145 recently. He's been forced to move up. Uh, I don't think this is necessarily the easiest matchup in the world for him. Herbert hits hard. Look, it's a hard matchup for Herbert as well. Tabori is a very good fighter. Now, I am picking Taboria to win, don't get me wrong, but I think minus 455 is way, 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 way too big here. Joy Herbert is a really talented guy, a very good fighter. He's been match-made as bismally. He's got really, really tough matches, and uh, he's better than that. So that's that, to me, if there was a fight at night betting, I don't know if there is. I think Joy Herbert... Versus Elia Tabori. That's my bet for fight at night. I think that'll be fight at night. Uh, Pavlovich versus Abdurahimov. Uh, uh, Shami, my guy, is the underdog there. Krilov is minus 185. Craig, plus 160. Amir Kani, plus 156. Uh, minus 181 for Grundy. I think Grundy's wrestling might be a little bit too much from there. I was looking at Amir Kani there, but... No, and obviously in the, the Krilov fight I just mentioned, I'm going for, uh, I'm going for uh, Craig there. Jack Shore, that's a massive fight for Jack Shore. He is the underdog in that one. Very close, though. Very close to even. He's, I see he's plus 100 in some places, minus 106 in other places. 
Uh, Timur Valiev is minus 114. I think a lot of people at that price will be on Jack Shore. I think a lot of people will be on him. I chose to avoid that one. I think it's a bit, you know, I think it's a bit, bit close. I think that's a bit on short notice as well, isn't it? It's a tough one on short notice. I'm avoiding that one. Nathaniel Wood minus 305 plus 255 in Smarales. Nathaniel Wood, a guy I always will tune in for. I was in maybe the most exciting fight in the history of Cage Warriors. Um, if you haven't checked out that, uh, please, please go and check it out. Him versus Crazy Horse. Absolute war of a fight altogether. Um... Corey McKinnon is a big favorite, minus 237, Lee Reed, plus 202. And um, Cor- uh, Corey- Cody Durden, even, plus 300, uh, against minus 365, Mohamed Makayev. And if you don't know Mohamed Makayev, this guy is the greatest amateur in the history of mixed martial arts. Over 20 fights on beating an amateur. 5-0, and I think, as a professional now. Beat the uh, Irish fighter of the year for 2020, I think it was. Uh, Blaine O'Driscoll in his last fight, who was a very, very good fighter. Uh, who could be, you know, UFC standard, I think should probably be in the UFC. He beat him over in Brave um, in a very, very high-level fight. He's coming into the UFC, and he's going to make, you know, big waves there. I think he's a guy who needs improvement as well. I don't think he's there in all areas, any areas, but his wrestling is phenomenal. He comes forward and throws hands because he knows he can rely on that wrestling, and this guy is a really good fighter. Watch out for him. If you, I think he's first fight of the night. I would tune in for that one. If you want to take a rest after that, but definitely tune in for McCabot Mikhaev. Right. My bets to go over them again. Paddy Pimble by submission, plus 200. Arnold Allen straight up, minus 124. The main event to go over 3.5 rounds is minus 110. Paul Craig to win is plus 160. And Gunny Nelson to win by TKO KO, plus 550. All right, everyone. I will leave it there. My name is Sean Sheehan for Sherdog.com. Best of luck with the bets this weekend and I'll see you all next time.